Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the A Little Less Fear podcast. I'm your host for the show, Dr. Lino Martinez. Oh yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the A Little Less Fear podcast. I am your host of this show, Dr. Lino Martinez. Oh, 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 yes. So the subject today, seven years on testosterone and seven years being single, seven years being single, seven years on testosterone. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I feel like I have a lot to say about this subject matter, but with little time, I will try to condense it to its uh, most purest thoughts and intentions on what I have to say about being single for seven years and being on testosterone for seven years. Uh, First, I want to acknowledge that as I take time to look back at myself and the growth that I've um, gone through the last seven years, I can honestly say that I've accomplished more Um, in the last seven years than I did in the past 34 years. I began my transition at 34 years old. I lived as a woman my first 34 years, and I'm 41 years old now. In seven years, in this month of May, that I decided to make the leap to become my true self. And when I say that I've accomplished more these last seven years, than I did my first 34 years. What I'm speaking of is how much I've accomplished with inner peace, with inner love, um, and how my ambitions have changed. Before, I feel that I was living for a lot of other people and, and looking at other people's standards rather than what was gonna make me happy. And maybe that is in tune with where I'm at in life as far as my age goes. Maybe a lot of people go through this by the time they're in their 40s or maybe not. But this is true for me. And if it's true for me, it might be true for some other people as well. So I hope that um, we can all align together and and find out our commonality and, and keep giving each other hope. And in ways that I could do that is to tell you that uh, I've learned the most being single and transitioning at the same time because I've allowed myself to fall into my new gender, the gender that I knew that I always was, but was unable to live uh, because of societal and family standards. And now that I am living my true self, I have been able to ground myself more, go in deep into my mind and figure out what I can do to keep blooming because at the end of the day, when I'm in bed, there is no gender, there is no body, there is only a mind. And our mind is what keeps evolving throughout all of our future lives, if you if you believe in past lives or future lives. But I, I very much do believe in that. And because of that, I find that in this, human life that I'm living right now. I need to be as authentic and pure as possible. My goal is to reach enlightenment to benefit others. And if I don't in this lifetime, I hope to continue that goal in my other lives 
But meanwhile, I'm going to be striving and be striving that way is by being a virtuous person, building good merit and doing the best that I can for other people. The ways that I've changed in the last seven years. Wow. Well, first of all, Buddhism has given me an inner peace with daily practice. Um, it has given me the ability to look at my mind and find out what my intentions are in, in everything that I do. And it's really, really difficult to keep that training going. It's like Star, Star Wars Jedi stuff, you know? You constantly have to focus and focus and focus. But the more time goes by, the more I'm able to do this concentration, this focus with this pure intention more easily. And it gives me peace knowing that I'm setting myself up as well, planting seeds to find love with a person that meets me in the same place that I'm at in life. Because the truth is, as probably most of you have heard, the law of attraction, like attracts like, and I'm finding myself being grounded more and more and definitely hope to attract a partner that's just as grounded as I am. And hope we can keep grounding, grinding, however you want to say it, to continue um, a peaceful life. Although I do believe you can find love at any stage in your life, uh, whether you're going through stuff or whether you're in pain or, or whether um, you just found a new career, love can find you. You can find love at any time in your life. I do believe in love at first sight. I do believe in love in general. But what seems to be true for me so far is that I've subconsciously, unconsciously, unaware of Lee, but now I'm becoming aware that I've kept myself single because I didn't feel ready to be in a relationship um, before. I found that before I didn't have good boundaries, I would say yes to a lot of things when I really meant no. And that was because I didn't know myself that well. When you get to learn to love yourself, that means you get to know yourself and what you want in life and what is true to you and for you. And once you find that truth, all the other doors will naturally open for you without hesitation because you trust yourself. Trusting yourself, having faith is what is the most powerful thing to keep happiness and peace going. That's true for me now. And, um, I know that I will find love and love will find me. I'm not sure how soon or when, nobody knows. We're not fortune tellers and even fortune tellers don't know what the weather is gonna be like tomorrow. So things can change. But what I do know that is definite is that I will live other lives. That's what I feel true. And if whatever I cannot accomplish in this life, I will to be continued, quote unquote, in my other life. But meanwhile, I'm going to be striving for peace and love and connection with people. My heart is open. My heart chakras, everyone. My heart chakras are open. So um, I'm open today. I'm, I'm single, ready to mingle. And I'm getting my second COVID vaccine next Friday. So hopefully I'll be able to meet more people in person. But until then, I'm going to keep um, studying, studying life every day. You know, it's interesting because before um, when people ask, you know, identify yourself or what do you do for a living? Who are you? It's like right away we put on this like interview costume, like, whoa, I have my doctorate and blah, blah, blah. And I wrote this book and da, da, da. 
And it, it just, it seems so robotic. And the reason it seems so robotic and almost want to roll my eyes when people ask those questions, because that is not the truth. That is not the true authentic self. Those are, those are things that I've done in this life, things that I've accomplished in this life, but that's not true things that are embedded in my consciousness forever. I'm not going to come in my next life born fresh again with the rebirth and saying, hello, everybody, I have my doctorate and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you start all over. But what stays imprinted or is the merit and all the virtue and all the good deeds that you do in life, the good stuff. That's all the stuff that stays ingrained. And I'm just hoping to help people along the way and keep that going. Whatever virtues I can present, I'm, I'm going to do my best to, to be that virtuous person. And also, do not be afraid to fail because... Um, we usually when I'm on social media, I hear, or let's just say Twitter, for example, people will be like, oh, I failed at this, or what if you fail here? There is no such thing as failing, because unless you try, even if you don't try, I mean, the failing doesn't exist. It's just like a humanistic thing that people have come, that have built. It's like something we've construed, and people become judgmental because of it, and there is no failure. Failure is a judgment that you give yourself, because anytime there is a rejection it's actually a redirection it's almost always to your benefit so anytime you fail you're actually building yourself a better you even uh you see that with sports people i mean if you think that like um kobe bryant made every single basketball slam dunk i mean whatever it is any point system just anything everybody has failed in every sport to get as good as they are you have to keep failing to get good um yeah sometimes even runners sometimes one day you're gonna hit your time the next day you won't hit your time we're not perfect we're all imperfect and because of that it just shows how impermanent this life is and because of that we need to accept our failures as blessings all of our failures, quote unquote, are blessings in disguise. You may not see it, even being in traffic, even missing your exit could have been a reason, something good. So don't stress yourself out in traffic. Don't stress yourself out with cars cut you off. Send them blessings. I guarantee you that the more you send blessings to people and wish people love, the more love you're going to build deep inside of you. And the more you're going to radiate that glorious love so don't be shy, don't be afraid of yourself, and don't be afraid to love everybody. Don't even be afraid to love insects. If you see a little creepy crawly on the floor, look at it, grasshopper. What up, grasshopper? I love you, man. You are gorgeous, grasshopper. You can do that, and guess what? If you do that, you're going to feel good inside because you're going to be sending that grasshopper love. If you keep sending love and you keep the practice of love, that's all you're going to get back. Think about it. When people are really angry or hateful or they're bullying, I had some people bully me on, on Twitter and I just blocked them. There's no reason to bully back because if you bully back, you're also being a bully. Two wrongs don't make a right ever don't go that route. There's no point in, in making two wrongs a right because it's never going to be right that way. The only right way is to wish them love and to wish them good energy because the people that are the most hateful, the people that are flipping people off and being upset and looking at negative things, those are the most unhappiest people. We need to build compassion for those people. That's sad to be that way. It's sad that they're in so much pain that they have to bring other people down to their level. They have to insult other people because they want other people to feel bad with them. That's a really sad place to be. And the best we can do is say, you know what? 
look deep inside yourself and be like, their symptoms, because it, it is a mental symptom, their symptoms of being angry and hurt and upset and insulted is how, as a reflection of them, is how they're feeling. And if you can ground yourself and tell yourself that is a sad place to be, I wish them love, I wish them blessings, and I hope that they can grow some a, a bigger heart. And you know what? They will. You may not see it, but the most powerful thing is the mind. The mind controls so much, and you can see these invisible, you can feel these, this invisible power that you're, that you're vibrating when you're wishing things and people and insects and everybody in the whole world love. It feels good for a reason, and if it feels good, that's because you're doing right. If something feels wrong inherently, listen to that wrong feeling. That means it's not right. That means it's not okay. Keep wishing people love everybody. I love you all very much. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. And so far, this is my 20th episode. I feel very, very blessed. Thanks to all my listeners. I really hope that I'm helping people. I do get some responses and it feels wonderful. It keeps me going. Um, what's some advice I can give to people? as far as being seven years on testosterone. Well, let me tell you something about being on testosterone. The very first, I would say five years or so, you're really going through puberty. I mean, and I'm talking to FTM, female to males. Um, not sure if MTF is exactly the same. MTF is male to female, but as far as going from a female to male, and it probably also depends on what age you start your puberty at. I started at 34 years old. I'm sure it's different if you start at 21 or 22 or even 50. But um, the challenges are, and I am definitely guilty of doing this, is comparing myself to others. I did that the first five years. Like, oh, will my body get that buff? Why am I working out so hard and that's not happening to me? Why isn't my body looking that masculine? Am I masculine enough? Well, first of all, what is true masculinity? other than social constructs, because the truth is we're all masculine and feminine, all in one. So, but what, how do you feel the most comfortable expressing yourself? I feel most comfortable expressing myself the way I do now. And that is having a, a workout routine that is um, eating healthy organically, that is meditating, that is being spiritual, that is wishing love for the world. And so far this equation is working out well for me. Yeah, I still feel down. I'm not magnetically energetic all the time, 100% because I'm a human being and I live in an imperfect world and all that stuff is okay. It's okay when you feel crappy because that just shows that you care. And if you don't care, you'd probably sit there numb. Like, uh, what? <laughs> no need to be numb either. It's everybody's got this energy inside them and that energy, that light that lights you up. That's who you are deep down inside. So one of the biggest rules I got to tell people when they're transitioning, don't compare yourself. Just don't. Because everybody's life is different. Everybody has a different history. Some people have um, physical illnesses. I've got a feeding too that I have to deal with when I'm doing sit-ups. There's obstacles that I have that someone else might not have. And then there's obstacles that someone has that I might not have. Either way, it all balances out and we're all looking for a way to become our true self, our true essence. And um, another thing that I, another advice I have to give is I also hear people saying something along the lines of mood swings on testosterone. You know, I got to be honest and say that my truth, I haven't had any mood swings on testosterone. 
I think it was quite the opposite for me. When I was female identified, then I had a lot of mood swings. I was always up and down. I cried a lot. Now I cry like maybe once a year. I don't cry that much. For the guys that are experiencing a lot of mood swings on testosterone, I'm really sorry, but I'm thinking that might maybe perhaps be something else. Um, try looking in a little deeper. Try focusing in on where that feeling is taking you and what it means to you. Write stuff down. Keep a journal. Uh, record yourself talking. Write poetry. Try stuff that you've never tried before to try to get your thoughts out. Because um, I guarantee you, the more grounded you feel, the less emotional instability you will experience. Also, uh, another thing on testosterone is not everybody's going to get that super big buff body. Um, some people will get it faster. Some people will get it slower. It depends on genetics. It depends on how much you work out. It depends on how well you eat. It depends on your mind. Mind over matter. Yes, yes, yes. Believe it or not. It depends on a lot of stuff. So just stay focused on your own journey and not many, not anybody else's journey. And um, unless other people are inspiring you, it's nice to look at inspiration and, and look at some of the things that people have said and done to help you try to align more with your beliefs and, um, you know, whatever seems true for you. Um, being single while I started my transition has allowed me to grow, I guess, the way almost a natural boy would grow. Meaning when a boy first starts out, he's single, and then later on, he finds someone in life, <laughs> right? Well, I've been single, and I'm hoping that I'll find somebody in life. And I know I will, and I can't wait to tell you all how it happens. But until now, I'm still focusing on becoming a man. I've said it before on my other, on my other podcast that I don't fully feel like a 41-year-old man. What does a fully 41-year-old man feel like anyway? I mean, if you talk to a man and that's 41 years old, they say a lot of, almost always, people say they don't feel their age, they feel younger. So I'm not really sure exactly what I'm looking for, or as far as what I'm looking for, what I'm looking to feel like, and what's going to make me feel like a full-grown man. But when I do, and here I am being faulty again, when I'm faulty and um, delusional, delusional in the way, meaning that I'm looking at comparing myself to other people. And that's delusional because it's not real. But when I compare myself to other people and see, wow, that's a 41 year old man. Like he really looks like he's in his body, like seasoned 41 year old man. I don't feel like a seasoned 41 year old man yet. Maybe I'm in my early thirties. That's most likely what I feel like. A virgin indeed. And I'm okay with that right now. Um, does it make me nervous? Yeah, it makes me super nervous thinking about being with someone again. And um, what makes me nervous about it? Well, I mean, self-grasping, right? Am I going to be good enough? Am I going to be ready? Everything, there's always anxiety whenever you're looking into the future rather than focusing on the present moment. Because I, I'm almost certain that when I meet somebody, it's somebody that's as grounded as me. If I truly meet somebody that's as grounded as me and thinks similar to me, they will not be judgmental. They will be understanding. They will be compassionate. We will practice equanimity and compassion and love for others. And there, there won't be any judgment. We will see each other for the energies that we fulfill and the energies that we ignite. And I'm really interested to see where my life continues to take me, where I continue to take my life. So, um, yeah, everybody, 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 I love you all so much. 
stay tuned coming up because I'm going to be interviewing some amazing artists, crazy awesome artists from photographers to painters, fine illustrators, and everything else in between. Everybody, I love you. Oh, 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 oh,